0: good golfers?
1: That's all they have time for. They don't work out, they
0: don't
2: lift weights, they don't do anything else, they might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun.
0: And from across the country... Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it's your show, it's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up, happy Wednesday, the Jason Walker Show, live in the man cave and hanging out Getting ready to go to Bozeman for the State A Boys and Girls Championships. State tournament action this week it actually gets underway today. We'll talk about that coming up. Also, the exclusive first interview with new Providence men's basketball coach J.C. Isaacson. That was the breaking news we were waiting for the last couple of days. I had to wait for the go ahead to get it out. But uh, congratulations to a uh, longtime assistant. In the college ranks, including five with the Argos, J.C. Isaacson will join us on the way. Uh, Also going to break down and look at the NAI tournament, Big Sky Tournament. It is hoops season galore, and it is all upon us. So, let's start. Yeah, on a show that you can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean Network One Sports, any of the downloadable places. Just go to jasonwalkershow.com. It's the easiest place to go to watch and listen. Walk up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. They are the premier log home company in the industry, three distinct divisions. So you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. You've got milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. They are all different, they are all beautiful. And they are all with Montana Custom Log Homes. Check them out at yourcustomlog.com to get started. Uh, Let's see here. High school tournaments getting underway. Let's start in the NAIA, though, because the first round last night got started all over the country, including in Butte and in Helena and Lewiston, Idaho and Park City, Kansas. We'll start in Helena, where 11th-ranked Carroll won its 14th straight game. For Rochelle Sayers, seventy-five, sixty-six, knocking off Rochester, Michigan in the first round. Uh, it was a back-and-forth first round. I think it was tied at the half. And then Carroll uh, jumped out to a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter. And now we'll play Jamestown out of North Dakota. Jamestown, the Jimmies, beat IU South Bend uh, as well on Tuesday in the Liston Quadrant. So Carroll, the two-seed. And Jamestown, the seven seed tonight, seven o'clock. And if a Carol, uh, whoever wins, and hopefully it's the Saints, uh, they'll head off to Sioux City, Iowa, in the round of sixteen. Kendall Keller had eighteen. Maddie Garrett's had a double double. Jamie Pickens with a double double. It was pretty uh, pretty impressive last night for uh, the Saints women. Pickens and Garretts combined for 21 rebounds. Rochester as a team had 27. So, uh, And Pickens just being Pickens, 23 points, 11 boards, 4 assists, 3 stills. Probably had some blocks in there as well. So good luck to the Carroll women tonight. And I, it's weird when I people hear me say that because I work with the University of Providence as their sports information director, but... I, a lot of these Carol girls, I still have the utmost respect for Michelle Sayers. And a lot of these Carol girls, I covered it either in high school and or college. So, out in Lewiston, Idaho, Rocky Mountain College defeated Menlo sixty eight sixty two Menlo out of California, the Oaks, and Rocky will have a chance to go to the final site for the second straight season. They've got to get a win tonight. Uh, Chloe Thatcher thirty points. And she had four threes. And I gave her a hard time when she came to Green Falls with the, with the Rocky-Providence matchup earlier in the season. So, Chloe, it feels like you're in your 27th year at Rocky. Um, red shirt years, COVID years all add up, but uh, she's, she's awesome. Her family's great, too. Uh, 20 points scored in the final minute of that game. Holy offense. Rocky hit nine of twelve in the last minute at the free throw line. That's absolutely crazy. So the eleven-seeded Bears and Wes Keller will play tonight against the host, the three-seed LC State. Those two very familiar with each other. LC State used to be in the Frontier. That'll be at six thirty tonight. That winner goes to Sioux City, Iowa, as well. Um, Montana Western got a big win. For Lindsey Woolley, the 2019 National Champs jumped out to a 21-7 lead and cruised over Philander Smith out of Arkansas down in Park City, Kansas, 79-48. 11 threes for the three-seeded Bulldogs. Shaney Mack, Jordan Sweeney had 19 apiece. Brindley Fitzgerald had 14. Western plays number 11, Sterling, Kansas, which pulled an upset of Six-seed Mid-America Christian out of Oklahoma. So Western and Sterling tonight in Park City, Kansas, with a chance to go to the uh, round of 16. And it's not called in the NAI, you cannot say Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final 4. Those are trademarked by the NCAA. So you, it's the round of 16, the Final 8, and the Fab 4. So there you go. Montana Tech on the men's side, hosting a uh, pod and got a big win, 83 Second national tournament win in history for Montana Tech. It was packed. And Tech now 17-0 and at home this year. Caleb Belich, the Frontier Conference Player of the Year, uh, left the game in the first minute and did not return. So uh, hopefully he can be back tonight. Uh, Asa Williams, Camden Lawrence, 15. Hayden Deacons, 13. Nine boards as well. Uh, Tech now will play Thomas Moore out of Kentucky tonight. Trip to Kansas City on the line for the final 16. Thomas Moore defeated Philip Molotar in Eastern Oregon, 66 44. Uh, Coach Hyatt. Said, uh, "quote We are forty minutes from Kansas City, so if that doesn't motivate you, then I don't know what will." End quote. Very cool for the Frontier Conference. Very, very cool. All right, we've got basketball, the state variety, starting tonight, and then uh, tomorrow, and then Saturday or Friday and Saturday championship Saturday night. Uh, let's look at the brackets. Shall we? Let's see here. As soon as I can figure out how to navigate a computer screen, we'll be good to go. <laughs> By the way, you can tweet us anytime, at Sports on the Twitter. And that would be uh, for whatever you wanted to, uh, to weigh in on. Why am I not finding brackets? Brackets are always everywhere at this time of the year. All right, we'll figure it out. Let's start in Class A, because I'll be down there for NFHS Network. That starts Thursday at the Brickbreed and Fieldhouse in Bozeman. Class A boys, here we go. It'll be Glendive and Dillon, Butte Central, Columbia Falls, Frenchtown, Billing Central, Lewistown, Hamilton first-round matchups. Dillon could potentially... Rune a rematch of last year's championship, Hamilton. Last year it was Lewistown and Butte Central. Dougie Peoples hitting the three at the buzzer to win it. Fantastic game. Class A girls get started in Bozeman on Thursday with Harden and Dillon, Frenchtown and Laurel. Hamilton plays Billing Central and Haver takes on Browning. That Haver-Browning first-round game might be My favorite matchup of the first round for uh, the girls. Man. Class B boys, they're being played in Great Falls starting tomorrow. Uh, Missoula Loyola takes on Lodgegrass, followed by Columbus and Wolf Point in the morning. Then Malta Lame Deer, Red Lodge, Big Fork. On the girls' side, also in Great Falls, also starting tomorrow. Big Fork Baker, Huntley Project faces Wolf Point. Malta against Columbus and Big Timber against Loyola of Missoula, Class C boys. They get started tomorrow down in Metro Park. Manhattan Christian against Broadview Levina. Broadview Levina, the play-in challenge game winner Monday night. Belt then takes on Fairview, Broadus, Lone Peak, and then Luster Christian against Big Sandy. I Luster Christian is unbe- uh, unbeaten. Girls state Class C starts this afternoon. With four games, 3 o'clock, Twin Bridges, Ekalaka, followed by Roy Winifred Plentywood, Roberts, Manhattan, Christian, Seiko, Whitewater, Hinsdale against Chinook. I don't know any of these teams. I'd have to say the Christian girls are pretty good. I'd have to say the Seiko, Whitewater, Hinsdale. Well, you're good if you're <laughs> last team standing at state tournament. But I did see Roy Winifred practice uh, last, or two weeks ago, and they've got some hype they got a girl that's like 6'7", and is athletic, and she can hoop. It's fantastic to watch. I might be going for the Roy Winifred team this weekend. Winifred, of course, home of Amy Meckling, who was a standout down at MSU, early uh, late 90s, early 2000s, as a Red Raider. That's all I got. And they have a nice team bus. All right. Double A boys in Butte Civic Center tomorrow. Glacier Skyview takes on, or followed by West and Big Sky, and then it'll be Bozeman Butte, Hellgate, and Gallatin. I got to root for my Bozeman, Bozeman teams. I'm a hawk. Girls Double A. It'll be Hellgate, Gallatin, West Sentinel, Skyview, Big Sky, and Flathead against Bozeman. So there you go. There is your high school brackets. And I can't wait to see the State A again. It'll be the third straight year calling the State A for NFHS. The Havert team be- uh, girls should like me being there. They've won the last two. I've called the last two. They've beaten Billing Central in both of those. By the way, speaking of Billing Central, Maya Hansen lighting it up for Boise State. I think she had 20 the other night. Um, no fear as a freshman there. She's good and got to know her family over the last couple years. Great family, the Hanson family there. so All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And when we return, the exclusive first interview with the new head basketball coach at the University of Providence, J.C. Isaacson will join us. That's next. This is the Jason Walker Show and the Walk Up, the opening segment, brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, veteran-owned, family-owned, and woman-owned and operated. Fifteen floor plans... Or you can create your own, or you can work with them and get the log home of your dreams. Montana Custom Log Homes at yourcustomlog.com. JC Isaacson coming up next. Jason Walker Show. Strength,
1: beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations.
0: Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinner's Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinner's Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy... Stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com
2: <laughs> back. This is the Jason Walker
0: Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. We'll update Big Sky Conference. We got championships tonight down in Boise, men and women. And there's only one Montana team still alive in the Big Sky. Three or four out of Montana in the frontier. And what is eight times four? Thirty-two left. In high school, oh goodness, it was wacky dress-up day today at my daughter's school. So she uh, she's got she's gotten into leg warmers, which is you know flashing me back to the 1980s. But she uh, she got some new ones. She had rainbow ones, and then she got some new ones from uh, my wife. So they're purple, two uh, a set of purple ones and a set of pink ones. And I had the idea it's wacky dress-up day to wear like one of each. She's like, no, dad. That plan doesn't work for me. And basically verbatim. So she goes, follow me. So we go into her bedroom. We get her clothes picked out. She picks out her clothes because it's Wacky Wednesday at school. It's Dr. Seuss week, by the way. So um, she puts on one purple on her leg, one pink legging, warm leg warm, or whatever they're called on her left leg, purple one on the right. Then she does purple on her left arm and pink on her right arm. So she her, you know, it was cool. She was great, it was awesome. I love having little ones. I can't imagine having a three-year-old with twins on the way and taking a new position. That is what J.C. Isaacson is doing at the University of Providence, moving over from the women's side as an assistant To the men's side is the head coach replacing Steve Keller. And I believe it was Rochelle Sayers who took the Carroll job not long after or right after she had the twin boys. So maybe J.C. will have to get a hold of her. Uh, Joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline is the new head men's basketball coach, his exclusive first interview right here on the Jason Walker Show. His name is J.C. Isaacson. It's it's we have we have so much to talk about because you first off you hold on that was yesterday that's Sue Hall's band and that's not JC. (laughs) Let's start that over, shall we? Uh, man, oh man. I love technology when it works or operator error. Okay, now here's JC in progress Uh, where we left off. So. I mean, this is a big, big deal, and, and I read a couple of the quotes on Facebook, and and I think one was from a cousin that said, you know, you've been you've been loving hoops since you basically learned how to walk. So I mean, this is your this I wouldn't say a dream job, but it's it's the step in the right direction, right? Uh, yeah,
4: and, and I would say dream job. Um, I love the NAIA level. I played in the Frontier, grew up around it. I mean, this league is one of the best leagues in the country um player wise coach wise fantastic coaches in it but yeah i I grew up in a basketball family my my grandpa um played at the grizz um all my uncles my brothers everybody i just grew up in a basketball family um everybody played hoops and uh had some good players kind of come through the family tree a little bit so uh that that cousin comment you saw like there she was a big time basketball player she follows it religiously um her dad was hunting buddies with bobby knight she grew up with bobby knight coming out to augusta pheasant hunting and fishing um so she's she's growing up around the blue blood royalty of of college basketball um so yeah i I just come from a basketball family and and they've been very supportive along the way and uh they knew i was kind of the funny story is i was i was that kid like third grade um, it was the classic, what do you want to be? And I said, I, I want to be a college basketball coach. and My teacher said, that's great. What are you going to do for a real job? <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, there's just a disconnect there a little bit, but, uh, it's dad coached high school hoops. Um, he coached me growing up, just been around the game. Um, I grew up in a gym.
0: JC Isaacson joining us here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline, the new Providence head men's basketball coach taking over for recently retired Steve Keller. Um, Bobby Knight ate my french fries one time at a celebrity uh, <laughs> golf tournament down in Bozeman. So
4: There you go. You probably have the ones left over framed somewhere <laughs> back there.
0: No, no those are <laughs> my son's tonsils. Um, <laughs> but the funny part of that is I didn't know who he was at the time. I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. And we're in Manhattan at the Oasis, and it was Jon Stenrood's Celebrity Golf Tournament. So, you know, Lynn Dickey's there, and, and um, all these great studs from past, you know, athletes. And my dad at the time goes, hey, there's the one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time. And I'm like, who, Stu Sterner? And He's Stu started. was walking over with Bobby Knight, and Bobby Knight sat down and ate my French, flat, uh, French fries. So, oh, the team's audio, I hear it. Uh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so growing up with it and being a part of it in your family, obviously it's in your blood. But when this opportunity came about, and I know you've known Coach Keller for a long time, how much did you sit and talk to him about it? Uh,
4: definitely approached him about it. Um we had we had a sit down conversation. Um you know, 45 years of retirement. I you don't want to come in and sit down and start talking about trying to take over for him i mean he's he's uh retiring after 45 years and on in the middle of trying to finish out the season and and uh, get to the frontier conference championship so just try to be very mindful of that um we had one it, it really was one conversation and it was as simple as i gotta go for it don't i and he said, absolutely, why wouldn't you? And, uh, you know, he, he brought up, this is this has been what we're, I was going for, so um, why not give it a chance and uh, just really try to, we had pretty much one conversation about it of, of going for it. But then I just wanted to be really mindful of, uh, being respectful of, of his last couple weeks and then uh, going into the championship, make sure his focus was on going as deep as he could and into the tournament, which he did.
0: So that's why you were at the games. You were scouting your, your future team. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> JC Isaacson, our guest, Jason Walker, show. Uh, what will you do? I mean, obviously, you got to hit the recruiting trail. Last week, uh, you're up recruiting girls at the Eastern AA for Bill Himmelberg, and now you switch gears to uh, uh, different sex.
4: Yeah, the uh, the movement happened kind of over the weekend. I I spent obviously I knew I was in on the job, um, so I went I went to Western Double A and watched beginning to end uh, boys and and girls uh, got a got a couple eyes on some kids, so was recruiting both essentially um, at that one, but just kind of watching, waiting to see and uh, ex. Got got the news on the drive from Cowspell back to Great Falls. Um so then the next night at Eastern Double A recruiting boys. Um so crazy profession. It kinda of switches like that, but it's been a whirlwind. I mean obviously state tournaments are this weekend, um We got on the road, went, did an in-home visit with a recruit yesterday, uh, taking off here this afternoon, go down to Butte, stay the night, hop back and forth between uh, AA and A and Bozeman. Uh, Then you got the Senior Classic coming up in Billings the following weekend, the HIT tournament in in Haver. Um, So it's going to be Bane Bane there, and that's kind of for the the immediate. And then the AAU season kind of picks up, um, you know, AU is, which I I was involved with at the time, uh, it's became more prevalent in Montana. These, these kids are playing it, so they'll start going out in April, um, playing in Phoenix, playing in Seattle, um, playing in Boise, so... That that will be kind of recruiting those those kids will be twenty twenty fours twenty twenty five so down the road so but you got to start building relationships with those kids right now um, the days of the days of starting your recruiting at the state tournament or at the senior classic afterwards are over um, these these kids that we're gonna go see at the senior classic or at the state tournament have been talking to other coaches or other other programs for some of them up to two years Mm -hmm. by now. Um, So get in where we can. We're going to try to make a splash with some Montana kids through the Montana hoops thing. and, And some, I have some connections with some kids. So just try to revisit that. And, uh, you know, right now, For coach keller nine guys got into that that frontier conference championship game got minutes um right now it's looking like eight of those nine are coming back so that's a that's pretty good situation to be in as a first-time head coach the the cupboards are not dry or bare by any means um you know so the first first piece we're on spring break get those guys in um Try to retain, and then if we add a piece or two to that mix, I mean, I think we can be competitive right away, which is very, very nice to have. But um, you know, the interesting part is we we have a developmental program here, so we have a large roster. We have thirty kids on roster, uh, and I during the interview process, I kind of did my homework on a little bit, and I have coached here recruited here or coached in montana hoops camp or aau 15 of the 30 kids we currently have on on roster so there's a familiarity there that should help for a smooth transition
0: yeah definitely what's going to be the biggest change and you've done it going from men's to women's and now back to men
4: (laughs) Uh, yeah um You know, basketball is basketball on that front. I discovered that really, really quickly. Um, Honestly, good basketball is good basketball. Uh, Man, on on the women's side and what Coach Himmelberg has done here, his teams are in the um, WBCA top 25 academically every year. I think last year we finished number 13 in the country, had seven 4.0s at the end of the year. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, that that that's nice and that's what we're going to recruit to and kind of emphasize um you know and it you're you're here to you're here to go you're here to get an education and something to propel you forward i want you i want all the guys to play basketball as long as they can um obviously we've had some pros come out over the years but you know nobody's retiring off of hoops coming out um they need something they need something from the ball stops bouncing and, and uh the academic piece of it was, is just huge. Um, that was a breath of fresh air and, uh, um, something we're really going to emphasize because as coaches, um, we can give you, we can coach you better. We can prepare better. We can develop you better. We can fundraise. We can do all this stuff. Um, if we're not having to worry about the academic piece of things. So that was probably, uh, something that was the biggest eye opener of, um, and on the women's side, they just having great students. What uh, a how much easier that made this job! <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, and now you don't have to share an office too with Steph McDonough. You get yeah. to,
4: yeah. yeah, that that helps too. That helps.
0: <laughs> Not having her, you know, listening to every conversation. Yeah. I know you're still going to help her. She's a young coach and up and coming and, and did, does a great job with the women. Um, but now moving from that. And this is the big question coaches always get first time coaches, moving from that second chair now to first chair. How do you make that transition?
4: Uh, you know I was that's funny you bring that up. I was watching the big Sky um, semifinals last night weber state montana state and um both coaches are sitting the head coach of sprinkle and the coach for weber state are sitting in the second chair between two assists i said there we go problem solved just i'll keep my same chair and uh put mclean on one side and Shaky on the other and i'll be comfortable <laughs> but um no the the classic saying is everything changes when when you sh- shift over that 16 inches right and you don't know and what you don't know um what I feel like is I try to be as self-aware that, no, I don't know everything. I'm going to learn more in the first year or two years of being a head coach than maybe I did in 10 years of being an assistant. Uh, but just going in with wide eyes of of knowing I don't know it all um, and knowing that I have to have self-awareness that everything changes when you're in that position and just – go with the flow on it. Um, obviously uh, from a staff standpoint, we're still finalizing everything, but uh, working with McClain coach, Mike McClain to keep him there. Um, guys coached 40 years. He's coached high school, college, professional basketball, um, other sports, one state championships. Uh, can't beat having an individual like that mm-hmm. on your side. Just talking Hey. a, Talking through the big picture stuff, the head coach things. Um, just he's been a mentor over the last five years as is, and want to keep him in that that sounding board um, advisory talking to me position a little bit, um, and just know that it's know that it's going to be different and um you know i think one of the commitments i'm going to make to the guys right away is hey i'm going to make mistakes in this role but it won't ever be for lack of effort um I'm going to preach accountability if i make a mistake i'm going to own it um see it and i'm going to fix it for you guys uh but let's let's go through this thing together but it won't ever be for um lack of effort or or lack of uh grit, uh, to try to figure it out. So I, to kind of wrap it all up, I guess just having self-awareness of let the ego go. Cause, um, there's things you just don't know and you got to experience it. And um, if you go in thinking, you know, all the answers uh, you're going to get punched in the mouth. But if you go in trying to be a sponge and just learn along the way and know you don't know everything, you're still going to get punched in the mouth, but hopefully you can fight back a little bit.
0: Hey, I have uh, I I have that feeling every day since August. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying a couple final ones for JC Isaacson, the uh, new Providence Argo men's basketball coach. Make sure you don't go into the wrong locker room. That's that's step one. Um, <laughs> I would think that's a big deal. Um, and, and now you don't have to grab the chair at timeout. Someone else is going to grab the chair for you now.
4: Uh, so last year, uh, last year I, I stepped in for Coach Himmelberg um, a couple times when uh, through the COVID issues and all that, and we we played three games and. It was like the third quarter of the first game when Steph was like, "Let me get your chair for you." I'm still grabbing it up and moving it over and setting my own. And um, by the third game, I think one time I barked at her at a timeout to get the chair, so I made the I made the adjustment um, quickly. But that goes back to you know, all joking aside, that goes back to the you're. I'm watching how these you know, pros and these big colleges or um, you know, I might just put Shaky there. He just has to pick up his chair, set it down. I'll go. Um, you know, I, I've been an assistant for ten years, and I'm like, why didn't I ever think of that? Because sometimes you're late getting back there, and the head coach is standing there waiting for you to put down his chair. I'm just like, why wouldn't I just grab my chair, set right. it out there? So, um, that, yeah, that'll be a nice that'll be a nice little adjustment to the piece. <laughs>
0: um, JC Isaacson joining us. Explain what an I mean. Why do you? It's it's elk. Why is it elks in Augusta?
4: Uh, oh man, heated did hot topic there. That's <laughs> the hot takes so the guy says. So, um, evidently, elks actually is acceptable as a plural form of it, even in the dic- in the new Webster Dictionary. Okay. That that was one of the big um, comebacks. So, we always got that question. Um, here was there was bigger fish to fry, bigger issues. When I was growing up, all the way until. Honestly, I was probably early in high school. The mascot, so of course it's Augusta, so we had a uh, shoulder-mounted uh taxidermy elk in the in the gym hanging up it was actually a cow elk that somebody put the taxidermists put antlers on so that was more controversial than the s on elk or s so that, that was that was more controversial uh, once people started noticing that uh finally like I said when I was in high school some somebody shot a big 400 plus uh uh Bull elk and donated it, so there's there's actually a bull elk uh, mounted up in there now. But uh, to answer that, elks sounded better, I guess. Mm. And then uh, they the argument was that it actually can be used as the plural. But uh, the biggest controversy was the cow elk with the antlers on it um, in the mounted in the gym. That was and you imagine a place like Augusta full of hunters. I mean, they just they couldn't wrap their minds around how how we would do that so
0: i i don't even know how to come back to that that is (laughs) fantastic um all right what's your style going to be
4: uh i i'm very relational it's i mean obviously one of the transitions that i got to be aware of is i have very assistant coach relational pieces with this right um i get after a little bit i'm up um on the sideline pretty active with it but uh i i think i'm i'm less of a of a yeller screamer of that nature a little bit more high energy um and you know you you say all this i i i laugh because what i'm going back to is just listen to this podcast uh, the other day hardwood hustle and they talked about the same exact question and they're like uh coaches need to mic themselves up and put a gopro facing them sometime and coach a game and then turn around and watch because um a lot of times you're nothing like you you seem to be um, a little bit but you know to be honest with you uh I, uh, with the years under Coach Keller and some of my coaches, like I appreciate the um, demanding, high high accountability, high active um, part of it. But you got to have a relationship with the kids um, if you are going to. I, I, one of my favorite sayings is if you're going to light them up, get into them, you got to love them up. So you got to have a kind of a relationship with that. Um, I'm a big NBA guy. I watch hundreds of NBA games, uh, a, uh, a year and in person and, and, uh, Summer League and everything like that. And, you know, you watch those, they, uh, it's a very, try to take it a, uh, professional approach to it. Um, do your work, let them, let them get out there, um, play, know they're going to make mistakes. Um, you got to pick and choose on that. Is it a mistake because they're playing hard, or is it a mistake because they're doing their own thing? Um, and then always point the finger back at yourself. If same kid's making the same mistake, or your team's making the same mistake over and over, um, are you working on it in practice or addressing it in the film room or doing whatever? Um, so I guess from a, to wrap that all up, a very accountability um, piece of it, well, Hold everybody accountable. Uh, play with some high energy, but I'm not a I'm not a big up in your face screamer or yeller. Uh, I'll I'll be active. I'll I'll get heated in the game, um, but I'm not a big screamer or yeller. I'm I'm more of a, let's get our job done um, and everybody has a job to do. Let's be accountable and do that piece.
0: Um, you got to go to Mexico last year. You only get to go to Phoenix this season or this coming season. So I mean. And you have to work with me the whole time. But the nice thing will be, I think you can carry your own luggage. I had to keep track of Keller's luggage basically from Great Falls to Phoenix and back
4: yeah yeah i'll uh, i'll keep track of my own luggage because i'm sure the we just talked about last night um that might be the first trip for the twins mm. um and blake lynn and everybody so i'll i'll be keeping track of my luggage plus other <laughs> luggage um no it'll, it'll be adjustment obviously nobody nobody in the country Travels like the University of Providence women's basketball program. That's that's for sure. That was these last two years were amazing. And and my family got to come on the trips with us. Uh, And yeah, that was that was something special. And and we look to. Uh. You know, we it'll, it'll be a little bit different. We'll have to raise the money and and uh, form some kind of six band club type thing. But down the line, uh, we we have the full intentions of taking a Hawaii trip um at some point. Would love to start planning an international trip of some sort, um, oriented it with uh, kind of mission work that aligns with the University of Providence. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to take some time to get there, um, but we we definitely expand, plan on doing something like that in the future once we get our feet under us a little bit. Because the Frontier Conference is amazing, but. Uh, you have to go get those non-conference games and uh, we we do a good job of it but I think it's a great recruiting piece if we can build I know those two years on the women's side when you're recruiting and you're explaining to them that over the course of four years they'll probably get an international trip they'll get a Hawaii trip stuff it, it makes a big piece and And it goes back to we want basketball in our program to be a vehicle, uh, a vehicle to develop young men and traveling and getting out and experiencing new places is uh, is a great way to grow as a person. So uh, in due time, we want to make that part of our program as well, too, where we can say, you know, we're getting out and traveling and, and playing and seeing some pretty cool, cool places.
0: You mean you don't want to go to Lewiston, Idaho every year?
4: Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's less. Will you draw? There's always less snow. Um, there is always less. There's always less snow there. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, that's 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 great. We, we would love to go to L.C. here and there. Um, but we would also like to go play on the uh, in Hawaii and, and go play in Tennessee and, and then maybe take a international trip down to Costa Rica or, or something of that nature. So that's all in the big picture of things, what we would like to get to, um, that level where, uh, we can deliver those experiences.
0: Well, you know, an SID has to go on those trips and then our little ones can get to know each other very well. That's Uh, right. You've got the cutest little one outside of mine. Um, that's right. <laughs> you know, you mentioned all these places to go travel and play. There's one place you failed to mention that would be iconic, and that would be Kansas City because that means you're in the national tournament every year.
4: Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's that's always the goal, right? That's yep. that's what we're building for, and no no way fans are butts about it. Um, now dialing that back a little bit, uh, the this year was kind of I would say a little bit of an anomaly with how um, crazy the Frontier Conference was on the men's side. But if you're competing, if you're competing for a conference championship, either regular season or tournament in the Frontier Conference, um, you're in or right there at getting into that national tournament. Um, and that's that's obviously the goal, right? Um, no ifs, ands, or buts. But is to get into those, get into that tournament, and uh, get to Kansas City. I've I've been fortunate enough. I've been there five times as a player, and a coach. Um, and what a cool experience! I'm. Uh, there's nothing like it. Kansas City is a great city. It's right in. You're there in the middle of March Madness. There's just a basketball feel to it. Um, Great barbecue, uh, there is that. Right, (laughs) Uh, just a great experience. Um, The goal will be you got to get the guys got to get a taste of that. Um, That's what that's what Coach always talked about when we were building in at Western is you got it. You got it when you are have a new roster and you're doing this. You got to give those guys a taste of it because once they experience it, man, they're going to run through a wall the next year to get back to it. Um, But I mean, we play in we play in one of the best, if not the best. Frontier or NEI conference in the country, and the level of coaching we have in this oh. in this league is unbelievable. I mean, um, there are guys here that that uh, are Hall of Fame, unbelievable coaches. So it'll be a battle every single night. But to your point, um, Kansas City's the goal. National tournaments, the goal. That's the big picture. It should be for every program in the in the country. Um, but if you break that down step by step, it it starts by being competitive in the Frontier Conference. If you're competitive in the Frontier Conference, you have a chance to get there. Um, and then you keep dialing that back, right? Process oriented. You keep dialing that back to uh, well. If you want to be competitive in the Frontier Conference, you got to be going to class. You got to be doing the right things. You got to be uh, working. You got to be in the weight room. You got to be on time. You got to be practicing hard. Because um, every piece builds on each other to. You, you can't put that at the end goal without, uh, knowing piece by piece what it takes to get there.
0: Family's good with this little one's excited.
4: Uh, yeah. Uh, my wife's obviously, uh, man, couldn't, couldn't do this without her. Wow. Uh, wow. she, she looked at me with the, are you serious? When I brought up the idea for about five seconds and then said, all right, let's do it. Um, and, uh, you know we we have a little family model we call it fifo a little acronym f-i-f-o figure it uh you can guess the rest out so uh figure it the f out is our is our little family model and we're kind of jumping into this um as as it you know we'll be talking like hey you know we got as you know what you're into. to we got twins coming on the way we have a three-year-old um We'll be talking about how we're going to do this, how we're going to do that. And we'll just look at it and try to say FIFO. Yeah. F- figure it out yep. um, with a little extra letter <laughs> in there. Uh, <laughs> figure it out. But, uh, uh she's it, it would be impossible without her obviously and, and she's been along um the whole journey you know we came here in 2018 and we were just dating we lived in a two-bedroom apartment right across the street and since we've been here we got married uh had our, had our daughter blakelyn have twins on the way went through a pandemic got out of coaching for a, a year um switched over to the women's side and all that's happened in this this spell right here so we're just we're rolling with it this is home um going back to your comment on dream job i mean i don't have any climb the ladder aspirations i i i I played neia um i love this league i love i i'll spend the rest of my life in montana um so this checks every box um my parents live in shoto uh, i get to coach a high level of basketball um at a great institution i get to live in montana um i i get to raise my family at a place that feels safe i get a my little kids are going to experience the the places that i experienced growing mm-hmm. up um, getting out to augusta and doing things like that so this checks every single box so um it's going to take a juggle a little bit but uh we'll fifo
0: there you go hey i'm going to start using that um yep. in maybe your first game we'll throw that out there <laughs> in, in the article um that's if i'm still there um Okay, I think I think we nailed dang near everything. It's just ironic that five years ago Western and Providence were looking for men's basketball coaches, and here we are again. <laughs> now Providence has theirs. Mike Larson stepping down. Great guy, great coach. But uh, yeah, it'll be uh, you got to keep the little one up later now because your games are going to be later. Yeah, I think.
4: Uh, uh you know blakelyn came you saw her, she was up at the gym all the time she came to practice all the time she came on road trips um, she was around it uh, she's she's the interesting part will be her understanding that dad's team is the boys team now um <laughs> but uh you know S- steph's here we have a great relationship um blakelyn loves her she loves coach himmelberg um i honestly see you know she'll be in that gym for practice. She'll be at the girls game. She loves the girls. She loves, um, Maddie Dixon, uh, talks about her at home, um, talks (laughs) about the Argos at home. So, uh, she'll, I'm sure she'll, she'll kind of make an adjustment and figure it out, but I'm sure she won't be a stranger to the women's basketball program. I'm moving two doors down. I might be dropping her off with Steph, I bet when she comes up to the office here, I bet she stops at Steph's office and doesn't go down to Dad's yep. and uh, hangs out with, with uh, Aunt Steph.
0: Well, Steph's a little bit cooler. I'm just going to yeah. say, it. I mean, you know.
4: Steph, Steph go- takes her to the locker room to the treat bin that's in there, and, <laughs> and Blakeland knows that. So um, she's, she's here. She knows, she knows Steph is the plug for all the goodies <laughs> in the locker room.
0: Well I know based, you know based off the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter comments, um, everybody's really really happy for you, really excited for, for this hire and um, I know you got a busy day with press and, and all of that but we appreciate you taking the time. looking forward to working with you closely uh, even more closely now. so um, congratulations and uh, we'll see you in the office next week.
4: Thanks Walker. appreciate appreciate everything you do for us here.
0: JC Isaacson joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home, it's your auto, it's your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike Miller State Farm in Helena. Uh, Good dude. Good hire. Can't wait to work with him. JC Isaacson. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and update you on the Big Sky Conference tournament and more here on the Jason Walker Show. on Facebook, Auto Concepts, the Auto Enhancement Professionals.
3: Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right.
0: Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today.
2: To the Jason Walker Show.
0: Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Wednesday. Tomorrow we'll be at the Class A state tournament, live from the Brick Breeden Field House. Looking forward to a couple of days down in Bozeman and calling the State A boys on the NFHS network. Get a chance to tune in. It'll be fun. Uh, let's see here. Big Sky Conference Basketball Tournament, we'll hit on here in a second. Did want to bring this up. Uh, Don Wetzel Sr., the first Montana Native American to graduate from an NCAA Division I school and co-founder of the Montana Indian Athletic Hall of Fame, died in Helena. uh, He was 74, grew up in uh, Seville Flats on the Blackfeet Reservation, coached multiple state champs in basketball and cross-country at Browning, and uh, passed away yesterday, had an infection. And uh, a legend, an absolute legend. Um, Described himself as an old warrior and just an absolute true legend in not only Montana Native American lore, but also Montana uh, lore as well. So condolences to the Wetzel family for sure. Uh, Montana Grizzlies knocked out of the tournament last night by Northern Arizona. And that final score, uh, let's see, 83-71. There we go. Gave up 51 points in the second half. NAU on a roll right now. Cinderella in the big sky. Uh, nine-seed entering the tournament, won its first-round game, then knocked off the one-seed from Washington, and then uh, knocked off the Grizz. And so they're heading to the Big Sky Conference Championship, which will be tonight at 9.30 on ESPN2. And that Big Sky Championship will feature Northern Arizona, Against Montana State Bobcats in the championship of the tournament for the third straight year, the five seed, uh, no, the two seed. Sorry. Anyway, they uh, they won sixty to fifty eight in double overtime against Weber, and it was absolutely nuts. The ending, Cats forced a shot clock violation with thirteen seconds left. Darius Brown, the second found Raekwon Battle, and uh, Battle dunked at home with just about a second to go. Came in flying from the wing, the alley-oop, and the Bobcats win. I don't know which. Is it this video? See here. Not sure which video it is. I think it's this one. So we'll pause it, we'll rewind it, and we'll show it. How does that sound? Uh, So this is the game winner for Montana State last night in Boise. Oh, it won't play? Are you kidding me? It won't show? Oh, goodness gracious. Anyway, the Bobcats won. So. Bobcats NAU on the women's side tonight, or on the men's side tonight. On the women's side, it is going to be the championship at 6.30, right? Yeah. and Or rather, at 3 p.m. on ESPN 2 or plus, one of them. Anyway, it'll be NAU against Sac State on the women's side. So there you go. I think that's about it. What else did we want to hit on? Let me go to the uh, script. Oh, <clears throat> let's do On the state in History. We didn't do On the Day in History yesterday. How could you let me forget? Anyway, today is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. It is Registered Dietitian Nutritionist Day. It is Peanut Cluster Day. And it is also International Women's Day. So I salute all the women in my life. My mom, my grandmas, my uh, aunts, my daughter, both of them. And, uh, of course, my wife. So, Salute to uh, you on International Women's Day, on this International Women's Month. 1930, Babe Ruth signed a two-year contract for $160,000 with the Yankees. The GM at the time would uh, predict that no one will ever be paid more than Ruth. He was wrong. 1936, the first stock car race held in Daytona Beach, Florida. And NASCAR was founded. Do you know race car spelled backwards is race car? 1971, Joe Frazier knocked uh, Muhammad Ali off the perch. 31 fight win streak and wins the heavyweight boxing title in the fight of the century. 1939, happy birthday, Jim Bouton was born. The author of Ball Four passed away a couple years ago. Great book. If you have not read Ball Four, you need to. I got my copy for 25 cents. At the library in Yankton, South Dakota, in 1992, 93, 92. And I still have it. And it's right back here behind me, off to my right. It's a great book, Ball Four. Uh, Ray Nitschke died on this date in 1998. Joe DiMaggio passed away on this date in 1999. Let's do this we're almost at the end of the show what did we learn and what
2: did he miss time for the walk-off
0: walk-off brought to you by cafe zydeco where the big easy meets the big sky stop in for the best cage in this side of new orleans i might head there for lunch right after this i might do that uh before i head off to bozeman for the state a basketball tournament probably going to see jc isaacs in there as he's out scouting now the new head coach providence men thank him for uh, taking time out today for joining us he'll do well good coach good guy looking forward to working with him uh, so tomorrow we'll be at the Brick field house in bozeman game start at 9 a.m on the nfhs network on the girls side 9 and 10:30, and then the boys at noon and 1:30. and we'll do the show while the girls play and then we'll be back on the air at nfhs for the boys games tomorrow night Take you through all the way to Saturday night's championship game, which the boys tip off at 8.30 Saturday night. So we'll see you in Bozeman. Stop by, say hi at the Brick Green Fieldhouse. Good luck to everybody competing in state tournaments that got underway today in the State Sea Girls. And we'll do it again tomorrow. If you missed anything, as always,